0: everybody welcome to generation xbox this is episode number 216 i'm tyler and i'm steven and this is your home for all things xbox and we'd love to have you come join our community the easiest way to do that head on over to generation xbox.com where you can find a bunch of different news stories reviews and opinion pieces uh, some of the things we got up over the last week was uh, a pong quest review warface breakout review and an opinion piece on the contra anniversary collection looking back at the history of contra and uh, an opinion piece about rocket arena showed at ea play live which we'll get to later in the show um but at the bottom of every article you can get links to facebook discord twitter and uh patreon as well as links to the like spotify and and all the places you can find us for for podcasts um but facebook is generation xbox forums twitter is generation x underscore box and from either those places as well you can get links to discord and everything else we'd love to have you come join the community you can that's the easiest way to participate in the question segment you will will post for you guys uh, you can put your questions in and if it gets read on the show you're entered to win a gift card at the beginning of every month um, so in two weeks the first episode in July we'll pick a winner and you'll win an Xbox gift card if your question was or you could win an Xbox gift card if we choose you and you get chosen if you Uh, get a question asked on the air finally uh, you can shoot us an email at mail at generationxbox.com. that's another way you can get your questions in um, or tell us something you'd like to see different or added or changed or just whatever you want to do you can
1: shoot us an email there all right thank you yeah we made some changes or we saw a bunch of changes to discord this week Um, just yesterday a bunch of changes Uh, every last one of them a really good positive one that i'm really happy with so yeah, I'm excited about that and where that's going. Twitter, we've had a lot of people join in the conversation and uh, and follow there. That's been awesome. So thank you, everybody, who's done that. If you're new, say hi. Don't uh, don't be a lurker. I mean, it's cool if you want to, but, hey, say hi to us. And uh, join in the conversation. It would be great. We love seeing all the interaction on all the tweets, whether they are super uh, intelligent and enlightened or, or really stupid. So, we are we are perfectly capable of both, All right? Steve, how's your week, Ben?
0: Yeah, uh, not bad, not bad, except for one little thing. So, you know, this week I, I went to grab lunch. Um, I've been mostly eating at home, but you know, I had a, I was out for to drop something off at my at my work, and then I was like, I have a gift card to Chipotle, so I'll head there for lunch. And so I, I head on over, and I get on my car, and I hear like some other dude just was like, "What the heck." And, like, I didn't know what he was talking about. Um, And then so I'm, like, walking and I see a bird sitting up on a sign. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of give it a little wide berth. And then all of a sudden I just feel something, like, hit me in the back. And the bird had, you know, came down and hit me and then landed somewhere else. So I kind of, like, froze for a second near the door. And then it starts coming after me again. So I, like, duck and, like move forward and all of a sudden like when i opened the door to chipotle you just feel the back like tight up tighten up and i and i just knew that i was in for a, a fun fun rest of the day uh, yeah my back just it hurt like hell um and all because of a freaking bird that attacked me so luckily i've been doing stretches and stuff and you know taking a bunch of like ibuprofen and icing it and it's gotten better but yeah uh that was not the what I envisioned happening to me this week, uh, yeah. so th- there's that. No, uh have you so have you what? ever been attacked by a bird?
1: I have. When I was a kid, I had a paper route. So first of all, I want to congratulate you on joining a special club this week of uh, being an old man and getting yeah, your back you hurt for some stupid. Old. Yeah, because you did something athletic and it resulted in a back injury. So yeah, that's how that works. um Welcome to that club. It's uh it's super fun um pretty soon you'll have sound effects whenever you like get up out of a chair or anything both from the knees and like verbally oh don't worry about that yeah um that's already
0: happened Mm -hmm. yesterday i was playing D &D. um i dm for the group in our discord and yeah i went to sit down and i made the the uh,
1: right and then they all they
0: all started giving me crap for it like i'm like so i told them the story of what happened and then they all laughed at me because it's it is funny it's stupid but it's funny
1: when you're a kid you always laugh at your parents especially like your dad right yeah he works you know um if your dad works like super hard long days whatever We sit down in the chair and then they go to get up and it's like ah you know that sound um, oh, yeah. No, Did
0: um, you, you've been watching Letterkenny, or you watched a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, I watched. Um, a lot I finally of stuff, like convinced a you.
1: Yeah. Did
0: you ever get to the episode where they made fun of Dan for doing that? I Screw think so. with Dan? I think so. That was a good episode. He, he did the, mm-hmm. the the voice, and there's a lot of good jokes. If you've never yep. seen the show, you should
1: go watch it. It is quite funny. You should. I, lately, I haven't been watching anything, but I've been buying a lot of stuff. Sure, I've as one does. so many movies and TV yeah. shows. Like, I bought. Every season of The X-Files, I bought every season of 24, because that was actually on a great sale.
0: Yes, I bought 24. Um, And Sons of Anarchy.
1: And I bought the entire uh, series of Weeds, which is fantastic. I think I did two. You did. And it's not
0: fantastic. It's fantastic for like two seasons. Three seasons, and then...
1: So, well, no, three, three for sure, into the fourth, but when it gets super convoluted in the last couple seasons, it's like, eh, you know? Yeah. But... Uh, the early parts of that show are what I choose to really remember. Because it's just so well done. And really good. But, um, yeah. So, I've been buying so much more than I've been watching lately. I've actually been, like, we've we've both had a bit of a renaissance. And renaissance is totally the wrong word to use with professional wrestling. Because those two things are, like, opposites. <laughs> but we've both gotten back into that. We watched Wrestlemania This year because there's nothing else on. That's true. The pandemic, right? And we got to see the greatest wrestling match of all time in the boneyard match. Which We did see that, yes. Yeah. I called exactly what would
0: happen from the beginning. of course.
1: I think yeah, I think we all kind of knew, but it was a good call on the on the tombstone. No, that's 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 what I was calling. The gravestone, yeah. yeah. So But the the scene of, like, where he's standing behind him in the light, you know? Ridiculous. I loved (laughs) it. Of course. But it was so corny and bad. It was great. So, anyway, got us back into it. So, I've actually been watching a lot of WWE Network. And they have a thing now. They're not sponsoring us. But, hey, feel free, Vince, if you want to. (laughs) Um, We're an email away. Mail at com. But they have a thing now where you can get WWE Network, like, for free. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much of the... Where the line is of what's considered premium content and what's free. I imagine the pay-per-views and like, the Taker show
0: is probably premium. But I'm pretty sure you can watch some of the old Raws and SmackDowns.
1: And the old Um, documentaries, like the Monday Night Wars documentary and stuff like that. Yeah. Those are... And it's Monday Night Wars is really good. So if you're a wrestling fan at all or you were as a kid and want to kind of revisit that, you can. I've actually been watching... Um, Monday Night Raw's and pay-per-views from, like, 1998 going forward, so the beginning of the Attitude Era, pretty good. So, it, it's it's better sometimes than getting caught up in console war mania, Steven, which we'll get into, uh, and we'll get into consistently for the next five months. But, the, uh, it, it's, it's better than that sometimes because I feel like every time something new happens... There's another salvo, and then it's just circular after that. Until the next thing happens. Oh, and yes. There, yeah, so uh, it's nice to have a little bit of escapism there. But game-wise, hey, see of Thieves is pretty fun. It is. So there's uh, the new update this week. What's called Haunted Shores? Yes. Yeah, that looks really fun, I want to play. play it. We're going to play it today, actually, after we're done. And, and we're looking forward to everybody... We're going to start streaming again. I think we're shooting for a few weeks from now. We're still making sure that the website gets off to a great start. And thank you so much, everybody, for supporting it. It's huge. Um, We've done more views there than than we had hoped for early. And that's because of you. Thank you. But GenerationXbox.com, come check it out. Come take part. And uh, that'd be awesome if you could do that. But once we get in a really good place there... Uh, we'll be starting streaming again on Mixer, and I know some of our writers have expressed some interest in that as well. So, we we'll, we might be having more of a you know variety type stream channel with a lot of different stuff going on. So yeah, but we've been playing. As well see these we we actually just
0: finished Halo 2 last yeah. night. We started it last week and got through yep. mo- like half of the game in one sitting and then mm. the two more days of, of playing. Now to be fair, we, we ran trying. through the entire yeah. game um, trying to hit the par oh, times Stephen and we got them on ran through the
1: game and I tried to keep up.
0: That's true. Tyler yeah. had no idea what he was doing. Um, but you, I was running you through all
1: those levels like back your hand.
0: Oh, some of them for sure. Yeah. I I I when yeah. I was a kid uh, when I had the original Xbox, me and my neighbor, or, well, not neighbor, but lived on the same street, um, we used to go to each other's houses all the time, and that's the game we would play, and we must have beat that campaign, you know, f- 40 or 50 times. Um, well, That was our favorite game, because, you know, it was co-op, couch co-op, and the last level is one of my, one of our favorites, w- one of our favorites to play, just everything about it, um, with the Banshees and, and the... The Scarab, and then fighting Tartarus at the end. Um, but yeah, no, that's a, it's a great game. It was kind of fun Scarab running through it. sweet at the end. And it looks absolutely gorgeous well, uh, with the it, remaster. Sometimes you don't
1: it, realize how great it looks until you hit the back button, select. Yes. And, uh... And see what it used to look like.
0: Yeah, and that, yeah, and last night, um, or right before we actually finished, I like I was sitting in the menu, and I like was hearing the music, and then I remembered how awesome I or how much I loved mm-hmm. the ending to Halo Three. So I went and loaded it up from the la- like the last checkpoint or the last like rally point you could start from, mm-hmm. um, which puts you right at the end of the fight against the oracle and then into the driving section and you're looking at like sergeant johnson um at the end of halo 3 Mm -hmm. and you look at his face and you're like damn that game (laughs) you know halo 3 could use a remaster because halo 2 looks much better than it but
1: unfortunately we already passed the 10 year date for that so i don't think we're getting one well i could see it happening on the next console maybe on maybe for 15 years could be an update i don't know so, they're obviously pouring all their resources into Infinite right now. Sure. Which is awesome. Can't wait for that. But, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Thieves of the Probably the best and most infuriating story all at the same time was we went and did what, I forget what exactly what it's called, but it's the one where it's like the light shows going up in the air. The Reaper's Chest. There you go, the Reaper's Chest. We find it, get it, go to the island, and then we can't find what the hell we're supposed to do, and there's ships chasing us. Like one of them was a uh, AI ship, right? Well, um, an AI ship came out of the water. It didn't chase it didn't, us because we didn't, didn't do attack, anything with it. But the human ship did, and it was faster than us, which was weird. But um, yeah, it was we're, we're like trying as hard as we could to outrace this thing to the island. Get there, Steven gets there, jumps out into the into the water. I'm trying to distract the ship. Not too successfully. And, uh, we were there and we just couldn't find the person we were supposed to give it to, but we had bad information. Yeah. Uh, the
0: two websites I found like while we were driving, cause I wanted to make sure, cause I figured we were in for a fight, mm-hmm. like said one thing. And then apparently with the update, they removed it and now it was another thing. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's fun. Um, I, I, I we, we found out where to take it next time, but I'm not sure I want to, um, I kind of just I like roaming the open ocean for fun um, and doing doing things. I I, mean, I don't love the, the PvP stuff, um, so oh, I, I yeah. might avoid the Reapers' Bones um, yeah. and the the Reapers' well, yeah, Coast, or I like whatever little it's called. Things like
1: finding the you know the finding the wreckage and then yeah finding the chest. I like you know how now you can go to an island for like a you know gold hoarder's quest or whatever. And then find something else that sends you off on another half an hour of stuff. And it's just completely separate. And that stuff's really cool. And that's what was missing back in 2018 when this launched. So, I gave, I reviewed the game for the site I was writing for at the time. I gave it an 8 out of 10. Or I gave it a 4 out of 5. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basically, 8 out of 10. And I you know I still stand by that. I think people wanted all of the content right now at launch but like look at what rare's done in terms of supporting this game for the past two plus years now and it's an entirely different game it's very akin to what titanfall started out as the first one and then became um but i would argue that this is even more so
0: yeah i still stand by saying and i've said it before on the show that it could have benefited from being in like an early access program for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it, they've definitely stuck with it, been updating it constantly. Um, and I, I think it's better than an eight now. Um, I'm not sure if it hits the nine range, but I'm thinking like an eight, seven, um, would be where I put it right now. Yeah. I almost. think that's
1: fair. And I, I would agree with you. I, you know, and for, for the experience that it gives though, cause it's not so much about, um, you know, it's definitely not about the story or anything like that. It's not a narrative game. It's about the experience you have with the people you're playing with. Yeah. And from that standpoint, it's awesome. And it has seen such good success on Steam that uh, Rare and Xbox have to be just thrilled with what has happened on Steam with Sea of Thieves so far. So, absolutely. But if you haven't played Sea of Thieves for a while, check it out. And get some buddies together. Talk them into it because they're going to be like, no way, dude. i played that before. Talk them into it. Give it another go. I think you'll like it. I look forward to getting into uh, Haunted Shores today and seeing what that has to offer. I watched yeah, some it, people stream it the other day; and make sure it looks fun.
0: Yeah, until there's probably more people playing and we're going to have to deal with a lot more yeah, ships on the well, ocean. But That's yeah, we what
1: beer is for, Steven.
0: That's true. Alcohol does help numb <laughs> the misery it does, that so. is being trolled on that game. But yeah, no, it's yeah. still fun.
1: All right. So yeah, that's... Uh, I've been mean, playing a lot. of That we played Halo. Um, someday I'll get you to play Madden again. I, I thought the new uh, trailer would get you excited. Uh, got me excited for FIFA. So the, actually, I haven't played FIFA in a minute. Yeah. Hot minute. I remember last time I played FIFA. Didn't you beat me? No, we tied. We drew. Oh, that still made me mad. Oh, you were—you didn't say a word. And if anybody knows Steven, like for him to not speak for twenty consecutive minutes. Is something. (laughs) And. Wait, was that the time that I picked like a, you know, a two-star team and you played
0: with like, you didn't play as Madrid. I think you played as PSG. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that's what happened.
1: But I remember you were winning.
0: Or no, did I score first? I think you might have. I think I was. Yeah, it was, it was not a happy time. I had the
1: lead and you tied it late. Like, it was one of those things, it was almost like Miracle on Ice thing where it's like, I scored a second time. I went up 2 1 with like just a little bit left. It was in, definitely in the second half. And it was kind of like, uh oh, hold your breath. You know, and for backstory, anybody that's new to the show, that's the first time I played FIFA since probably like 15. FIFA 15. Stephen is a big soccer fan. Sorry, Stephen, football fan. Yes. And, uh, you know, he. He ventures out on the virtual pitch much more than I do. Than yeah,
0: I, do. I, I that that was one of the games I was like that would be my go to, when I just didn't know what else to play. Mm-hmm. And I would just play like, um, be a GM mode basically. I forget the exact name. I think it's franchise something mm-hmm. like that. Um, Taking Arsenal winning winning the league, winning you know the Champions League because they don't do that in real life anymore. Um, it's been it's been a long road. Um, it's been it's been sad. It's, mm-hmm. It hurts. It's hard on me. Um, yeah. they're my squad, you know, come on you Gunners, it's but a sad story. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. They'll get they'll get there eventually, hopefully, probably, maybe.
1: Well, they've got the money and that usually helps.
0: They don't have the same money that, you know, teams
1: like Man City have. True. Um, but yes. Um, but anyway, normally my forte in the sports world is the Madden and MLB and then certainly the golf games side of things. And I think even Steven would admit I'm pretty good at the golf games, um, but uh, Steven, you've gotten much better at Madden, which makes me shake my head. Why you don't want to play? Because it's not. I don't. I don't have
0: as much fun as you yeah. do. What What
1: frustrates you about
0: Madden? Is it glitchy? Is it losing?
1: But you or just good.
0: making bad decisions. Okay. And missing it and being like, "Gosh." Dang it, I knew I should not have pressed the Y button, and I did mm-hmm. press the Y button. Or, like, you mean to press the X button, then you hit the Y button. That's another fun one. Yeah. Um, or, you know, you throw to your running back, and the ball goes right through his hands, even though he's supposed to be <laughs> a receiving back. Yeah. That's another good one. It's like
1: Alvin Kamara, which you would never use because you're not a Saints guy. Oh, right? yeah, no,
0: I'm not a Saints fan. I've um, been using the Seahawks because yeah. I like them. Mm, I just like, you know, I like the jerseys. They're tough team to play against
1: in Madden. And Pete I've, Carroll
0: and Russell yeah. Wilson.
1: Um, but, no, I'm with you. My, my biggest problem in Madden is, and it's all self-inflicted, is that all, you know, especially on, well, exclusively on passing plays, I'll get an idea in my head of which receiver I want to throw to.
0: And then you can't the get away from
1: it? And I'll, and then I'll snap the ball and say the receiver I want to throw to is A, and I'll be like, oh, A's covered, A's covered, B's open, B's open, A! Pick six. <laughs> you know, and it's just... Uh. Why do I do this to myself? And I know I'm not alone in this. I'm I sure know. there are many of us in this world, all not ranked in the top 100 for reasons similar to that. And part of the problem is
0: just not playing
1: it regularly.
0: Yeah. And like once you do, you get the
1: rust off, and you're fine. Oh, for but sure. the problem
0: is, I just don't like playing those games all the time. I need to switch stuff up.
1: Um, my my favorite is when you watch some people that stream it and. They're glitching the hell out of it. They're doing the thing where they sprint over to the sideline and then like throw it across their body back to the center of the field. And you know, guys, obviously wide open. So it's a glitch in Madden. And then the the chat's calling him out, and he's like, "What? Am I cheating?" Oh yeah, like, really? that's the, that's part of the problem. Is I
0: I've never liked the the people that are like the faces of Madden. They
1: that's all the tend point. to
0: be douchey. Yeah, but they don't even like try to make him likable. That's true. I remember EA EA's last E three presentation two years ago. Yeah, um, in before they went to the EA play, like they yeah they came out and they were just it was two just assholes like against each mm-hmm. other. And
1: I'm like, I hope you both lose. Yeah, and then the guy comes out on stage and he's just a dick. And like I've seen him since, and like once they do interviews, like nice guy and everything. And, you know, I liked him more, but, like, on stage, and he's, like, telling Juju that he's going to take him down and all. I was like, come on. And I wish they would do more, like, with eSports to let you get to know them a little bit more. Instead, every highlight reel is just them screaming, let's go, like, eight times. Yeah. You know, whatever. But we promise we're not going to make this into an eSports show. So, but anyway, yeah, that's... uh. My experience sometimes with with Madden, but yeah, that FIFA night was fun. Like it was the funnest thing I couldn't talk about at all because I felt like if I brought it up, it wasn't going to go well for me. You might yeah. have been upset. Anyway, let's move on. And before we get into news, it's time for our esports segment of the week, brought to you by Bet Online, BetOnline.ag. Uh, there may be not a lot of sports happening yet, coming, but not yet. Uh, But BetOnline's got you covered. You can bet on esports. You can bet on things like uh, simulated games from Madden NFL, uh, NBA 2K, NHL 20, and more. You can also bet on uh, actual esports from Dota, League of Legends, Call of Duty, Overwatch, and much, much more. Just head on over to BetOnline.ag. Sign up. It's quick and easy to sign up. Get in and play today. So, Steve, let's start. With uh, simulated football from Madden NFL 20, we've got Kansas City Chiefs, the 2019 version, heading to take on the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. New Orleans, a three and a half point favorite at home. Steven, your thoughts on this one? Yeah, as we mentioned in prior
0: shows, home field advantage does not matter nope. um, yeah. in video games um yeah not at all so i am taking the chiefs they won the super bowl for a reason i know the saints are really good in madden um but three and a half points against the chiefs i don't know man that's that's tough i think the chiefs could win the game like straight up mm-hmm. um that and you know that requires them beating by at least two field goals or a touchdown you know or a field goal on a safety i guess so yeah I'm, I'm taking the chiefs here i could see the saints winning um i just i'm you know it's Three and a half points.
1: I don't know about not, that. So I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go Saints here because the Chiefs' defense in Madden is horrifically bad. That's true, and they and they did have that for the first half of the yeah. year. There. Yeah, you're right. And the Saints' defense is that. not bad. The true. Um, they also have Michael Thomas, uh, arguably the best, most reliable, consistent receiver in football. Yeah, one and, of the better quarterbacks, and, and, game, and Alvin Kamara, and in a game that's dominated by by. Halfback play, running back play, like Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints here all day. So, uh, Stephen, let's move to real sports. And you want to talk about some uh, uh, Premier League soccer?
0: Yeah, so one of my favorite sports is back in the Premier League. Um, unfortunately, I wouldn't recommend betting on Arsenal ever because um, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> so we're going to go to a, a better matchup, which is on Thursday of this week. Uh, Chelsea... Uh, and Man City facing off. Um, no crowds. Home field advantage has not played a role um, in the in soccer. In the Bundesliga, I think they, they said, like, back when the, they had fans, it was like a 50% win rate for the home team, and, and it's dropped way, way down. So mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about that. Um, but Man City, the champions from last season, uh, the second-place team right now. Chelsea's okay, but Man City is really good. Um, it's a half-point spread, but... Obviously, it's either that, because you can also bet on draw. I'm taking Man City there, you know, minus 111. Um, but I, I think Man really City wins that. Line. It is, because Chelsea, you oh. never know. But Man City looked good when they beat Arsenal 3-0 yeah. over the weekend. So, I'm still taking them. Okay.
1: So, I'm going to go with Man City as well. And uh, just, you know, a couple reasons. One, they're, they're at home. I know you said it doesn't matter nearly as much. But still, you know, it might matter a bit. And uh, to be honest, like I just know more of Man City, but I know Chelsea's pretty good. Um, at least the, in uh, FIFA they are, Steven. So, but I'm gonna go Man City here as well. So we are. Yeah,
0: but che- Chelsea's at home for that game. Just oh, Chelsea's at home. Okay, yes. my
1: bad. I was reading it wrong. So yeah,
0: anyway. soccer's weird. Where the first team is the home team. Ah, yeah, that's American what sports. messed me up. American sports have the home team as the second team always, but in in mm-hmm. the Premier League, the first team.
1: And if you live in America, you know the American way is the correct way. So you're doing it wrong over there. Sorry, just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'm still gonna go with Man City. Okay. Um, so again, brought this segment's brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Uh, there's no short shortage of action going on at our exclusive partner, BetOnline. Sports are slowly making their way back. We've seen so many UFC events. It seems like it's almost daily. NASCAR and soccer leading the way. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming matches. If you need more, BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every single day, live for you to check out. If you're looking for something other than sports, BetOnline has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today bet online your online sportsbook experts and i made up a new word there i heard the voice so mold device um so they I, i just want to point out to you that my minnesota twins are the fourth best odds to win the world series
0: yeah, but they're forgetting that you're going to eventually have to go through New York, and See, that's and that, impossible for you.
1: That's my point. Like, why would that be the case? Like, don't bet on the Twins, everybody. As much as I wish they were going to win, as long as the New York Yankees are in the American League and the Yankees are the second-best odds at a plus 450 to win the whole thing. The Dodgers, the favorite. Yeah, don't bet on my Twins. Um, Not, not a good bet. Better than to win the Central all day. Not to win the World Series. Okay. There were some video game events news this week. Let's talk about those. Let's start. Let's just get the bad news out of the way, Steven. Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk. Um, a game you're very much looking forward to. I am too. I, I think you're super really excited for it, though. Delayed yet again. And now coming out November 19th, your thoughts on this? Because I know you have a theory.
0: I do. Um, I mean, it sucks another two months, but for me personally, this is going to help me out because it'll be like towards the end of the semester because um, I'm, I'm in post-grad. It's not like grad school for like a master's, but I need to get a, it's another year of schooling. It's basically I have. just
1: like a certification program.
0: Yeah, it's a credential program, but yes. Um, So, obviously, like, you know, coming out at the end of November means even if I put it off until the semester's over, like, I don't have to wait that much longer, whereas Mm -hmm. in September I wouldn't be able to do it, and then there's a possibility that, you know, school gets set aside. No, I'm just kidding. I was really good about that the last five years I was in school, so I can do it again. But, yeah, I mean... It's, it's not that far of a delay. I did see a funny Twitter joke saying that they didn't mention the year, so it might be November 19, 2021. Um, obviously, he was kidding, and he made sure he was like, don't use that in stories, um, journalists. But uh, anyways, yeah, like, I have a feeling this might line up with a certain release, Tyler. Um, yeah. That being the Series X, and it's going to be a day one game not fully updated um not not it will have some changes they're they're putting a patch out to make it a little better but their full like update for the next console is coming next year at some point uh but yeah i could see it being a a day one series x title me too
1: and i I think either way and if this effectively just became a, a launch title for the new consoles the next generation and it's gonna—I um, don't know if it needed anything to help build its sales or grow its sales or improve them. This game was gonna sell like crazy no matter when they put it out there. But people are gonna be really excited. They're gonna be in the mood to spend some money when the new boxes come out, and uh, this game's gonna do really well. Uh, it yeah, it, we're not gonna get the enhanced versions right away. Not a chance. But uh, they said what early next year for those, like March Aprilish.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if they give an exact date, but yes, definitely yeah. next year. I think that was
1: like at least what they hinted. So yeah, I I know there's people that are like this is absolutely tip off that this is when the Xbox uh, Series X is coming out. Might be. It, it's definitely going to come out within a week of that. Either way, I guess that's where I'll stand, You know, sit on it. It's possible it comes out a week later. Where does Thanksgiving fall this year? Is it a late November or early? I'm gonna look while you're talking. You uh, you're asking the wrong
0: person. Oh, I'm not gonna look right
1: now while you're talking. Go
0: ahead. Good with that.
1: Yeah. Um. It's
0: just. It, I mean, obviously Microsoft hasn't unveiled their release date. There's a chance it comes in July um, at their showing. Um. But yeah, right now we don't have the release date or the price. That, yeah, both those remain to be seen. So, I'm not sure. But there's another rumor out there, Tyler. Kind of keeping in with the cyberpunk thing. That Microsoft is looking to buy some studios in Poland. Um, Obviously, everyone's going to think CD Projekt Red. um, But it came to me today. Or, yeah, maybe not today. I don't remember when it came. But there's another studio that we have not heard from in poland for a while that we were really excited for their game when we saw it at e3 last year that being Techland,
1: makers of yeah dying light Two. i think this is the better bet i think you're on something here i think people really want well people on the xbox side of things really want it to be cd project red i don't think cd project red needs a, a buyer right i think they're doing just fine they're thriving all they do is turn out Game of the Year contenders. You know? I mean, most people, I think, are already saying Cyberpunk's going to be a Game of the Year contender. They already expect that. So they built up that level of reputation, prestige, etc. And trust. Um, I don't think they need that. But, the Dying Light... And I, I want to know what you think, Steven. To me, the Dying Light concept is super cool and awesome. And... I love everything I see about it, and I was. I was so blown away with what we saw at E3 last year, and if they can pull off what they want to do, it's going to be a phenomenal game. What we saw in actual gameplay, amazing. Yeah. But Dying Light 1 was really ambitious and super buggy. I think they might be able to benefit from the additional resources of having something a family being part of a family like xbox game studios
0: yes plus i think what they want to do with dying light 2 with making your choices affect the game more than you know previous games have have you know had your choices affect where you could have entire areas shut off based on your choices and have entire new areas open you can um side with a bunch of different factions and it's going to change the world like they hype all this stuff up and you know other games had something like that like fallout 4 had a bunch of different factions but nothing really felt different between them like they're 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 making it sound like they it's going to play differently
1: that requires a lot uh, of hardware yeah and different sections of the map are going to become unlocked depending on the choices you make right
0: yeah that's what i said oh yeah
1: sorry Um, um so yeah I mean it's it's really ambitious and what we saw there like we saw that entire was it basically like you're either going to leave this entire thing underwater or you're going to fix this problem for these guys is that yeah if i remember remembering that right yeah that was the,
0: the the mission we saw it was it did yeah. relate to water and it, it it when they activated the pipes it pulled the water and it opened a new area and there's yeah. potential for new enemies too yeah. that show up depending on the area um so it's you know it's really ambitious and i'm, I'm really excited to see it but obviously it got delayed kind of in de- i think it got delayed indefinitely it was indefinite, indefinite. and
1: that's what when you said Techland to me out there i was like that makes a ton of sense so i if they're if they're gonna do this like you know if well for oh, let me say it differently if, if these rumors are true uh, Techland's a hundred times more likely to be the studio than CD Projekt Red, in my opinion. Yes, yeah, so I still think CD Projekt Red needs it. And honestly, I know we're an Xbox show. Um, I I hate um, things like whenever I hate when a game that used to be available to everybody is now not. And as, as much as it would benefit Microsoft and Xbox to have see Project Red's games available to just their console users, I, I I think they should be played by as many people as possible. But see, I don't
0: think Microsoft cares. Yeah, if they're selling games on PlayStation, why? I mean, they're still getting the money for that. And we've already learned that, you know, console sales don't really make people money. So mm. Microsoft could put their box out because they want to and then still develop for everything if they wanted like they they let the um the outer world come out on playstation even though they had purchased obsidian so it's Mm -hmm. you know they set a precedent yeah it'll be interesting to see um yeah the rumor is a couple there i saw some today on twitter that uh they're looking at three studios in the u.s and two in poland so it'll be interesting to see what happens and what comes of that um and then of course wb is
1: for sale um, we talked last week about that. I'm going to be so. super happy if they get that done. I think that fill, fills a major gap in what they have available on their console right now versus what PlayStation has in their library. So and all
0: this stuff kind of lines up with the rumors we saw on Reddit this yeah. week as well um, about the July showing being some of like one of the biggest showings ever, um, Not including
1: just
0: Xbox. oh yeah, like, ever ever for video yeah. games. Um, including the fact that Microsoft wants, supposedly, this is all rumors, um, to put out a AAA game every single month, which means they need a lot of studios. Mm -hmm. And so if they buy all these studios, they could have these AAA games coming every month to their console. And, you know, that would be an absolute huge showing. We were not big fans of the... We weren't... unhappy with the sony show it just wasn't as great as i think we thought it would be uh, well, or I just think, people yeah, thought it would be
1: i mean they, they definitely had a couple high points there like let's be fair i know we're we, our base our audience here is mostly xbox fans but like let's be fair they had a couple high points i mean the spider-man game is going to get people excited now the more we learn about it or try to learn about it you know there's more questions and answers being produced right now and you know the horizon for ben west looks awesome whenever that comes out i know they're targeting 2021 but you know that doesn't mean anything most games get delayed once or twice now especially games that big so uh there were a couple other good moments in there but i thought the biggest thing sony did well was just production value like it looked good and it looked well put together Right. And the order of, of what they
0: showed and when helped, you know, yeah. starting off with two big games in Spider Man and Ratchet and Clank, yep. um, kind of showing off their SSD, and then ending with Horizon. I think Microsoft could. I wrote an article about what Microsoft could learn from it. Um, but, th- I mean, as long as Microsoft doesn't screw it up, I could see this being a great show, and I really hope, and I'm trying to lower expectations. I had expectations going into last year's E3 presentation, and they i was like man they need to convince me right now and then i was like okay they have one more year to do it um yeah and i i, I just i'm excited to see what they have i want to see the new games i think we're gonna see more than just halo and probably more than just fable i think there's gonna be a lot I i'm really excited
1: but and, and please it might be don't. first glimpses you know at things not real deep dives but i think we'll see a lot i agree with you What stands out for me the most in this rumor post from Reddit? I'm going to read it uh, verbatim here. Microsoft wants to be what Netflix was six or seven years ago when it comes to streaming, and they don't want anyone to be able to snatch it away. I've said before that Nintendo is their main competition here. No one has more well-known gaming IPs than Nintendo. However, Nintendo can never get its head out of its blank when it comes to virtual console and online. Sony has more content than Microsoft in terms of games, but Sony doesn't really have the technology and would be years behind Microsoft building it out. So right now, Microsoft is about acquiring a lot of quality content for their platform. And that's where it gets into your statement that, you know, they're looking to release a AAA game on almost a monthly basis. And I think, uh, you know, th- this Netflix thing is... Is a good analogy. And it shows that they are. They're not just doubling down on Game Pass. They're tripling down on this. They're going to be. The gaming as a service. Console. In my opinion. And I think that's a good move. There are going to be people who don't like that. That just want to buy each game individually. But when you look at. Being able to pay. $10 a month. And get. Everything, including all, or get every new Xbox exclusive plus like all these other games, and have a library at your fingertips for the first ten dollars you spend after buying the console. That's huge. I just, I, I think it's a great model. I think it's really good. And see, we used, we talked to WWE Network earlier in the show. Think about it this way: like, pay per views used to cost sixty bucks to buy every month. Now. You're paying $120 for the entire year for WWE Network, and you get, you know, that's the price of two pay-per-views, and you get all 12. That's great value. Plus
0: the ability to watch literally everything that WWE has ever put out, yeah. So when
1: you think about it, sorry, when you think about it this way, so let's let's compare that directly. You get every big Microsoft title, so like the pay-per-views, right? Plus you get all these games you might have never thought about watching or playing yep you know and you get to try new things and you're going to fall in love with new different things and i just i think it's such a great business model and it's so consumer friendly it's this they're what they're doing right now is the opposite of what they did seven years ago and i love it sorry go ahead yeah no i i agree
0: it's yeah it's a good analogy because and there's a bunch of like older microsoft titles that get added there you know halos have made their way onto game pass um And then we see some, but as the titles, those don't typically last for very long. But yeah, there's a lot of good stuff on there. Plus, you know, it kind of is counterintuitive, but we've heard a lot of devs say that, you know, they actually see their sales go up when their games go on to Game Pass because people try it and then I guess they like it
1: and they decide to purchase it. And I bet Um, people will give their next game a a good shot, not just as a sequel, but they'll recognize the developer name and be like, oh, I played game A from that, right? that's true. And uh, they make good games. And I I do think we might see
0: a little more season pass type stuff from some of the games that get Mm -hmm. on there um, that you need to buy. Um, That's what I did with with Forza Horizon 4. Because I really liked the game, and I was like, you know what, I want to give them some money Mm because the game was awesome, so I ended up just buying the season pass. Um, I mean, and that's been worth it because, you know, the Lego stuff is cool.
1: And, you know, (laughs) the other thing. Like, if Madden wants to get me, they'll just put Madden on Game Pass and be like oh don't worry he's gonna spend like hundreds on ultimate team although i'm not this year i promise all right all right so yeah it i don't want to read verbatim the entire post because i don't want to get people's expectations up so high that they're going to be disappointed almost no matter what too late for me yeah but but to be fair yeah go ahead
0: to be fair i've had my expectations um for like their big showing mm-hmm. set at maximum from last year's E3. Um, obviously, I didn't foresee, you know, their showing being broken up into a bunch of smaller smaller shows because of COVID, but it is what it is. But, yeah, the July thing, I think, will match what we usually get out of a, an E3 presentation,
1: and I think I think it's going to be big. So let me to I hope this
0: question.
1: so. There's two events left. Where Xbox can present release date and price. Okay? Sure. Realistically. There's the July Xbox event. Okay? Which will almost certainly be pre-taped, you would think, and pre-produced. You would hope. I hope so. And then there's the Gamescom one, which I think is live, is it not? Even though it's being done digitally. Well, I think it's just gonna depend yeah what would you rather have would you rather see xbox deliver release date and price next month in their own controlled environment or the potential of a showdown where both sony presenting and microsoft are presenting on the same show and they have an opportunity to blow them out of the water
0: that's tough because I don't think Sony will do anything at Gamescom. I think they'll want their own stuff, anyways. Maybe, but I think we're gonna see the release date uh, in July, and then price will—they're gonna just hold off. We might not see either, though. They might not care. They might not show anything new with the console, besides the games.
1: It's possible. I'm not sure where I sit on this yet. I guess what I'll say is like what I said to you off air. I think if if they know they can win on price, so. Essentially, if they're going to go four hundred for the Series X, and then like two hundred for the um, Series, X, the rumored quote-unquote Series S, yeah, um, worst kept secret in gaming industry right now. If they if they know they that they're going to do that, announce it next month. Yeah, I agree. Put all the pressure on Sony to announce when they can't beat it. Um, if they're not going to do that but they, they're still really confident they're going to win, then maybe do it Gamescom. I don't know. I feel like... Uh, I don't think you want to... You definitely don't want to be the second one to announce if you're going to do it like weeks later because that's going to give a huge pre-order advantage in terms of time to your competitor. And it's stupid that we have to think about these things, right?
0: Yeah, but I'd imagine both of them have a pre-recorded one already though in case yeah. the other one goes i would
1: imagine so
0: i think microsoft should stop caring what sony's do if especially like you said they can beat them mm-hmm. like 400 to 200 yeah um so and wh- just do it my last july. question
1: for you before or after july
0: 15th <sighs> after i hate that but I, think after. So I think it's the 17th okay that's uh, my guess
1: yeah i say after as well I think it'll Sorry, be in the, the seventeenth
0: is a Friday. Not that, um, the twenty-first. Okay. That's the Tuesday. All right.
1: Yeah, I think it'll be in the twenties. Yeah.
0: Somewhere. So. So yeah, we we're you know we're hoping for a really really great showing from Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we were kind of hoping for a good showing from EA, but uh, Tyler,
1: did we get that? No. The best thing I saw all week, by the way, IGN like yesterday did uh had an article up of ea play live in three minutes and i'm like the whole it should have been three minutes from the beginning like if it had just been three minutes and they hit you with like everything you would have been that's awesome i want to know more about all of that but no it wasn't and it was rough steven it was let me put it this way last year we sat out in 100 degree heated ea play and we drank water like crazy but still felt like i didn't get enough and i got i personally got burned so bad
0: yeah i was used to being outside mm-hmm. um, with my job so like a little yeah. bit of sunscreen i was fine you were yeah you were bleeding That's Like years, you... yeah
1: like the top of them yeah, yeah from peeling sure it was bad but um <laughs> if we did that this year for this i would have been pissed yeah like, the, so, Star Wars Squadrons looks cool. I still don't know if I'm going to like it, but it looks awesome, and there's plenty of people that are going to love it. So, like, everything about the game looks good, and it's only 40 bucks, which is cool. You know, because EA's the type that would try to milk 60 for that, and they're not.
0: So, kudos to them. It's also not going to have any microtransactions, and oh. not be a... Um, evolving game. So, you know, Mm -hmm. you see a lot of these games that they're supposed to last forever. This is, you know, they're putting out what they put out and it's going to be, you know, their hands are done. Their hands are are clean. So, Um,
1: we didn't see gameplay of much. We saw no squadrons. We saw zero for their sports titles. And this is the one place where I will defend EA, a little. Like, EA has the most diverse you know, portfolio of games that they release every year and it's so hard for them to put on a show like this because the people that are there for Star Wars Squadrons and hoping for Mass Effect remaster trilogy yet again are not there at all to see Madden and FIFA. So if you spend 5 10 minutes on Madden and FIFA, you're just boring and ticking off those people, right? Yeah. Um I wish we could have seen a little more gameplay. Just a little of some other games that they have. And the the whole first half was dominated by indie stuff for the most part. And some of it looks pretty cool. I, I
0: think, think that, all
1: of it looked good. Yeah, you got my hopes up pretty good when you brought up Unravel 3. We didn't see that. Um, the game of note, uh, the dude, the, uh, the F the Oscars dude. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what was that game called, the new one? I don't remember. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but that game looks pretty sweet. And I'm not sure, because he's super good at hyping stuff. Somebody described it. It was something about a roller coaster, like, throwing you up into space and all that. And that's what playing the game is like. Something like that. Um, but, yeah, it that game looks good. All the new stuff did look good, Steven, but... It's not why anybody tuned in. I guess that's what I would argue. And uh, we asked our community on Twitter what they thought about EA Play. Over 200 people voted. We had the options of A, B, C, and D or lower. 57.1% gave it a D or lower. Yeah,
0: um, that's not, not surprising, because that's where I would put it.
1: Yeah, uh, 26% gave it a C, 15% gave it a B, 1.4% of people gave it an A.
0: And that potentially was misclicks, because you can't change a
1: vote. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. So Nobody gave it an A until there were over like 100 votes in already. Yeah. Right, yeah, so, um, they they ended the show, their one more thing was Skate, which, cool... Like I'm all about skate. I, I know it's a beloved franchise for me. I just wish that hadn't been their big one more thing. I think they should have led with that. Um. Yeah, but then you need
0: to finish strong, and they had nothing to finish strong. I know. Well, I, um, guess,
1: I guess what I'm saying is that I'm almost more upset for what they didn't show than what they did, and I know like there's such a thirst out there for. A Mass Effect Remastered trilogy. Why not just deliver it? Which, according to a bunch of different people on Twitter,
0: like actual like sources, not mm. you know John eight seven three yeah. two six. Um, it's still happening. Which, if that's the case, why the hell would you not show it right. at EA Play? Um, it just, that's just dumb. Like design decision Mm. or production or planning or whatever um yeah i mean the two games it takes two was the game you're talking about by joseph ferris um he's the one that did a way out in brothers Mm -hmm. a tale of two sons that one looks cool and yeah he did describe it it as a roller coaster ride without an ending um the other game was lost in random and it did look like the nightmare before christmas to me um but it looks pretty awesome i'm not a huge like horror fan but if it it has just creepy elements in like
1: tim burton like yeah, that's what yeah. I said oh, that before Christmas. I'm, I'm reading the comments to see what I want to say from the con, uh, Twitter comments. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Um. No, so, yeah, they, I mean, there's some stuff like Apex. They spent way too much time on Apex and crossplay, And, like, yeah. do people on the Switch really want to play against people on PC? Really? Really? <laughs> are you sure about that i mean we saw a funny like facebook post yeah. about that like you know about you know being being killed and not and having them not show up on your screen for another 20 yards because you know mm-hmm. you're on the switch and they're on pc so i i just yeah it's a typical ea showing of just being bad um they, they just can't get it right i don't understand it i don't
1: get what it what i what i wrote on or what i, I shouldn't say wrote i tweeted was like it's still amazing to me how hard it is for ea to connect with their fans like it, they just don't know how to connect with gamers on a like visceral emotional level and i don't get it like Microsoft has gone through periods where they suck at that, but they've gotten much better at it. Like, why can't EA just find a way to tap into what gets people excited? Like, they bring Greg Miller, and bless his heart, he tries his ass off. And I love Greg Miller. Greg Miller's awesome. He was good on EA Play Live, I thought. But yeah. Like, like, you can't count on just him as a personality to get your people energized. you got to deliver... Both the content and deliver it in a way that gets your people excited. Yeah, and I, I noticed it during this showing.
0: And I like I first picked up on it during the Sonys because I thought they did a good job. And I never thought of it before. But with those like presentations, stop letting developers talk for five minutes. It's boring. Okay, I... If I want to hear what they have to say, I will go find them on a YouTube video. And I think that's the way, like, Xbox needs to make sure they do it. Um, Have the developers come out for a 10 to 15 second plug and then show the game. That builds the hype. And then you're like, hey, that game looks cool. Oh, cool. There's an interview. It's like added bonus. But if it's something I'm not interested in, it's just going to turn me off. They need to. Xbox needs to do
1: it. And I noticed it during EA. You know where that stuff belongs to On streamed developer deep dives. Yes. So, like, you know, um, the sports games actually do this well. MLB The Show does it well. Madden does it really well. Where they'll announce, like, hey, on Tuesday, we're going to do a deep dive into franchise, right? And it'll be some of the devs and, like, community managers sitting there, and it'll be for, like, an hour and a half, and they'll just screw around the mode and talk about all the new features. That's what those things that you're talking about need to become. They need to become added like, hey, for more information on this, go here. Not, we're going to stop all the momentum we have to give a college lecture in the middle of this presentation, this hype presentation, to, to like slow it down to a halt. And you're right, Xbox is pretty notorious for doing that.
0: Well, it's not that they're notorious. They just did it the last
1: presentation. They, it wasn't as bad. A lot too, though. Yeah, They'll bring people out and they'll, and like, it's okay to have somebody out there for like 30 seconds, to talk about how excited they are. And here's our new game. Boom. Lights go off and up comes the trailer. Right. Um, but they're out there for like five minutes and you have like this really awkward banter that's scripted and you know, I don't know. Like they don't do it every year, but they have done it. I just feel like Ubisoft does a 283 sometimes. Like, one year they had the couch and everything where they were, like, interviewing people for five minutes, ten minutes at a time. Yeah. It was really weird. But, no, I'm, I'm with you. Like, take that part out. Show, don't tell. And that's, that's what's going to get through to people. And that's what PlayStation did really well a couple weeks ago. So... Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just, come on, EA. And again, like, when, if that Mass Effect is, is announced, like, it's just going to boggle the mind even more for why they didn't just show I, it here.
1: It just makes don't no understand. sense. I still no said it. I, I don't understand. So, anyway, EA, yeah, I was so excited for EA Play. Like, you know I was, right? With, I, I was kind of, too. I was hoping. Because yeah. I think I thought a uh, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. I really thought we could see some cool stuff and they had a chance to dive into some games a little bit and they didn't and I don't know what they I'm just not sure what what was the mission statement of that presentation what was the theme of that's true Was any of it 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 didn't feel like it had a point at all no so it was like we're here because we have
0: to be here's our stuff that that is exactly what it felt like Mm mm-hmm like, we contracted Greg Miller for two years after last year, <laughs> so we have to do this. Yeah. But
1: so, and the, the gold letters like, uh, how long did it take you to figure out what they were going to spell? <laughs> the first letter? Yeah, right? E. So, <laughs> anyway, that was EA Play, everybody. If you missed it and really want to see it, you can get it uh, YouTube, Twitch. Trust me, you don't. But. But, yeah. All right. Uh, Steve, so what games can people get this coming week?
0: yeah uh there's there's some big ones um first up spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom rehydrated on the 23rd as well as aceto corsa Complezione, also on the 23rd and then on the 25th you can get two pretty big expansions uh, in control the foundation and borderlands 3 bounty of blood a fistful of redemption um so that's your your games for for the week um. Yeah, so Good now stuff. we got questions Yeah, what do we have for questions? Alright, so so the first one Keeping in line with the, the Xbox theme From Heretic Pharaoh on Twitter Says, what do we know about what all of Xbox's studios are working on? What can we predict for the July games reveal?
1: I can certainly predict Halo and Forza Like, without a shadow of a doubt Wow, Tyler, getting aggressive I'm getting aggressive I'm going out, Well, Forza's not officially announced yet
0: Okay. Throwing
1: that out there. Will they have a car? As part no, of the I racism? hope not. They don't need one. I know. They always make such a big thing out of that. But whatever.
0: I, I wonder if that's the European audience that loves that and eats that shit up.
1: Maybe. It might be. It might be. I mean, there's a lot of gearheads in America, too. No doubt. It's true. But, you know. But I, I think yeah, America gearheads are much more about like the trucks sometimes you know um at least a yeah. bigger percentage of them than european ones let's just put it that way yeah that's
0: probably fair um, i think the the gearheads in america do tend to different cars than the ones in europe yeah but. for sure
1: anyway uh no i i see fable for sure and i think we're gonna find out what their brand new studios are working on and it might not be a really deep dive but it might be more than we think I think they're going to have some really big stuff that's ready to go, either for launch this year that we are shocked by, or uh, for the first half of next year. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much with you. Um,
0: we don't. The only thing we know is Halo Infinite and probably Forza. Mm-hmm. Um, we can predict probably a fable. And I'm with you. I think there's going to be like three big games. Yep. Not of that I just mentioned that come out soon that we are just blown away by that kind of compete with the the big ones that Sony has. I wish Obsidian
1: um, could have something ready this quickly, but I'm not sure that they can.
0: Yeah, it depends how big their studios. I know they're they they were not big. I don't know if they've expanded, but I know they I, usually I, I only World's have one, one team me over on Obsidian. I've never played a lot of Obsidian games before. See, I love their like computer mm. RPG games or yeah. those types of games that came to consoles. Man, but our world's is like pillars one of the eternity.
1: Best games I played all last year, and
0: it's funny—I only played like an hour of it. I don't mm. know why. There's mm. not the only game I yeah. had more fun with last
1: year to be a hundred percent honest was Control. Yeah. So yeah
0: um steven 4344 and more numbers says uh will xbox series x have a completely new upload studio editing suite for the, all the video creators uh, out so. there i hope so i i think they will because the the new controller they showed off i think it has the share button on it mm-hmm. um and I, I i think it will sony kind of beat the crap out of microsoft when it came to that Sony's shares features like you can share it directly to twitter and stuff and facebook like was pretty cool um and edited a lot easier i know tyler um one of our former co-hosts made a a really funny boo-boo playing Chell one year where he (laughs) shot the puck into his own net and you you made a little video clip out of it it was good Um, was it not yeah it wasn't bad but i can't imagine it was super easy it took like an hour but it was worth it Uh, yeah but that's the thing like we want it to be quicker and so Yeah. yeah i hope there is some new new editing
1: stuff and i think there will be because i I, I I can tell you off off the playstation i was able to upload clips onto twitter from playing mlb the show like really
0: quickly and i know the switch had really easy upload stuff too yeah um so you know
1: i think microsoft just editing and uploading off of playstation 4 took took me like minutes versus the xbox so yeah I, i i would assume so steven and uh i would certainly hope so
0: because they need to. Yeah, it's tough to t- hear which Steven you're talking to, me or the Twitter. Yeah, twitters, the,
1: but the, the person who asked the question.
0: Yeah, I know. I was just kidding. Right. Um, another Twitter question, Mister Comics 2000 says, Will games that run 120 frames per second have to wait two years before releasing their maximum potential so the support of the Xbox One family of consoles can later expire or and the full power of the Xbox Series
1: X can finally be experienced? Okay so uh steven stop me if i start ranting too much here okay sure so nothing against the question it's a good question and it's a question that i think is valid given where the narrative has gone especially on social media okay but there's a narrative out there that because xbox is releasing games on that are playable both on the one x and the series x that they are going to be lower quality and not true next-gen games and that's a load of shit these games are going to be fantastic. They're going to be great. They're going to look great and they're going to play great. And if you're going to tell me that Spider-Man Miles Morales is going to play and look and be a hundred times better than Halo Infinite, I'm going to call you on that right now because there's no way that that's true. Not a chance that that is only true in your mind because you really, really want it to be and and need it to be because so you can win some argument on Twitter Uh, Not a chance. Do you really think Microsoft's going to sacrifice the power of the Series X when all they talk about is the power of the Series X? No, they found a way to make a game playable, fun, and good on the One X so people aren't forced to upgrade right away while still rewarding the people who do upgrade right away by giving them an awesome next-gen experience with Halo. You're not going to have to wait two years.
0: Yeah, um, this narrative is silly to me, because PC has been doing this for a while, you know, if you have a monster PC, you can run your games at 120, sometimes 240 frames per second, you know, in full 4K, you know, with ultra settings, and if your PC is a middle of the road, you know thing you can play games at 30 to 60 frames per second you know maybe in 1080p maybe even down to 720p in lower settings it's it's possible it's been happening for years on the pc front i don't get why people are so confused that it could work on the on the console front it makes no sense to me so yeah i think the series x is gonna take full power and it's just gonna be like pc where it drops the settings a little bit when you play on the one x or even the xbox one um i i do think there's a chance that xbox one games Sorry, games that come out during, when the Xbox Series X releases, such as Halo Infinite, will not run super well on the Xbox One. But I think Microsoft's probably assuming most people have upgraded to either
1: a 1S or a 1X by this point. I think you'll be able to get the core experience on the 1X, but you're going to get the ideal experience on the Series X. Yeah, I mean,
0: I know... Jedi fallen order had issues on the one I had a friend that had just the regular one yeah. and oh, they had sure. issues so yeah. I could see it not working
1: great well, you're but talking what 1.4 teraflops on the Xbox one the original Something I don't that. know the exact and number and 6 but on the yeah. One 1.4 1. 1.8 somewhere in there so but by the time substantial the substantial power difference,
0: yeah, and by the time the, the series X comes out, you can get a you'll be able to get the 1X 1S if you really want just a small upgrade for cheap, cheaper. But,
1: but this, like, uh, this narrative out there that that like games like Halo Infinite and Forza 8 and whatever are being developed for the Xbox One and being ported to series X is a lot of crap, yeah. That is a narrative pushed by. Fanboys of a competitor that just really, really, really want their box to win, like as if they work for the company or something.
0: Yeah, well, they they think that if they do that, they'll eventually get free games or a free console because they they did so much free advertising for them. And, it, and you know, and
1: I will give Sony credit on that. Like they they have gotten their fan base is so rabid that Sony almost doesn't have to do a lot of marketing.
0: Yeah, not even more.
1: I remember back in the day
0: with all their commercials and such, like the, you know, with what's, uh, who was the, the white dude? You know who I'm talking about? Kind of a smug, arrogant.
1: Oh, the, yeah. The the guy who was always like well-played Maurer in the commercials. Is that what you're talking about? Maybe if that was a baseball. Well, he was the guy, he was the guy that was like the quote unquote TV, like for the commercial purposes, head of PlayStation, you know? Yes. He was the smug guy. Yeah. The blonde dude. Oh yeah. I hated him yep um they brought him on stage one year and he did his shtick and it was actually pretty good um he was good at it he just he was
0: also smug and arrogant
1: yeah but, but he always did the like where they promoted mlb the show and joe mauer was on the cover like three years in a row mm, yes that's um, right well played mauer you know mm-hmm. yeah but they didn't bring him on stage during the intermission year that would have been better the Intermission, Sony Conference, is still my favorite of all time. Oh, that was the worst.
0: Um, <laughs> but next next question, moving on. Uh, Crypt yep. Empress says, all right, think back to when just about every movie that came out had a video game tie-in. What was your favorite uh, one that came out? Uh, she still play a series of unfortunate events game for the oh, Game Boy Advance that. about once a year.
1: Never played that. So mine is close, actually. Um, there's two here. My runner-up is Lord of the Rings Return of the King. Okay, um, but the winner is Star Wars Episode Three. It was actually fun. Like, it that was great. a good game. That it was, was a good it was game. Fun. The I, lightsaber I, I, battles were fun.
0: Yeah. Um, this is. I'm gonna go back because I, I, as a kid, I, I got these a lot. Um, I had the Fantastic Four game mm. on the on the GameCube that tied in with the movie, the original like Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. um, with Steve Rogers as uh, what oh, what was his name.
1: The The guy, the Human Torch. Yeah, Yeah. Human Torch.
0: Um, So, I, you know, I I was having fun with that game, and then my, like, I guess, yeah, my nephew um, deleted my save file on accident, and I, like, lost hours of, and I was so disappointed, and I just never got, went back. Uh, But one game I did beat, movie time-wise, was Shrek 3, um, and that one I loved. Like, I think I beat that game, like, two or three times
1: quality can i throw one more out going way way back sure like the super star wars games like on super nintendo so yeah super star wars super empire super jedi um and then i think they had like an indiana jones one too at one point yeah but do those tie into the movie so they did they had well super star wars super empire and super return of the jedi absolutely did like they were just you know it wasn't like when the movie came out obviously but sure they were based on the, the set major set pieces from the movies, and so was Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones was just a all three of the original trilogy put together. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, but, but they were awesome, and they were really fun, and and uh, I, those are games I would love to get my hands on again. And you know, hint hint, Nintendo Switch, which I have somewhere here. If you put that on your uh, virtual console or whatever you call it now. Purple rainbow unicorn mm-hmm. i would buy them in a heartbeat so yeah i know there's licensing things that go into play there but still get it done you're nintendo
0: agreed all
1: right last question
0: Xbox Toss says with the new sea of thieves update dropping this week mm-hmm. do you think rare will support the game for the entirety of next gen or do they move on at some point not the entirety of next gen
1: um i see at least two more years of support though and maybe i I don't know do you think they go sequel or do you think they go destiny route now and try to just basically do expansions and things that essentially make it a whole different game what do you think see that's tough um i do think they'll support
0: the game at least by keeping the servers open for most Mm -hmm. of next gen Um, I think it's gonna depend on how many people are still playing the game. If they're getting a lot of, you know, people playing, they're gonna keep putting out content. If they're not, I mean, with the the amount of success they've seen on Steam, I think that's gonna really help uh, to keep that game alive for a while, Mm -hmm. but you know as soon as people stop playing it's gonna not be worth it anymore so it's it's all gonna depend on people but i think we're gonna see an update like a graphic update slash performance update and you know maybe that's enough to keep people playing for a long time it, it does kind of fill a niche or a niche that you know not many games can fill you know me, there's not a lot of good pirate games that have new no. and skull and bones is we don't even might know if it's be real anymore dead like, in the water yeah, so to speak had to make a, to make yeah. a nautical pun there or a little <laughs> so let me, nautical let me joke, ask you this guess, question but...
1: if let's say another year goes by right we get to i don't know summer next year fall next year and they've supported the game a ton but they're going to add a huge expansion that increases the map size does all this other stuff right every update's been free till now but this one's 30 bucks do they like is it even fair to criticize them for that
0: no, not if it's like a whole, basically a new game's worth of content. No, I don't see it. Yeah,
1: and I, and I that, think it would probably be included for Game Pass, but everyone that was the pay?
0: that was the thing. I think it'll depend on that. I could yeah. see them not charging it, um, and I could also see them charging it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I,
1: I I don't know. They've Rare's done an awesome job supporting that game. Yes, like I agree. through all the criticism too, which there was a lot of early. Like they've just stayed true to what their vision was for that game and it's turned out to be the right decision and good for them yep all right is that it that's all we got Yep. wraps up question thanks everybody that's many questions this week we really appreciate it and remember you're not limited to just one entry if you're quite, you get as many entries for how many times your questions get read on the show so you can submit every week and if you get one read a week you get four to five entries in a month that's pretty awesome so it's all for an Xbox gift card. We'll do the drawing the first week of July for that. All right um, this uh, let's wrap up 216 and just yep. a quick reminder we'd love to have you join the community. The best way to do that and the best way to support us at the end of the day is to go to generationxbox.com read the articles actually spend time. you know um, unlike other sites you can truly say you're there for the articles, not for the pictures. Although we do have good pictures, too. Read those. um, Go to different articles. Check them out. Tell your friends. If your friends are Xbox fans, send them. GenerationXbox.com We really appreciate that. We review a lot of games. In the first month, Steven, we put out over 20 reviews of video games. Yeah, we got a lot of content out And And not like going back. We're not cheating. We're not going back and like reviewing Halo. We're reviewing new stuff. Brand new stuff. So really excited about the progress um that we made there the success we've had early on we yeah and thanks uh, to all of you that have
0: supported us yes. with the clicks and stuff that's oh, been yeah. much it's, appreciated it's
1: huge it's it's so huge for us um it lets us know that the decision to do that was the right one and worthwhile i'm glad everybody that's going there is enjoying it so again head on over to generationxbox.com. when you're there you get uh, links to everything including twitter at generation x underscore box join there. Um, guys, I can't tell you how thrilled I am with all the growth we've had on Twitter in the last month. We have more than doubled our followers in the last month. That is amazing. So, thank you, thank you, thank you. Head on over to Discord. We've had a lot of good changes, especially yesterday, um, to the way that has uh, laid out and uh, and is run. So that's uh, awesome too. head on over there. There's a link right on the website at the bottom of every article, right, Sue yes All right, and if you want to get ahead of the game and be part of the mixer group when we start streaming again um, use the mixer link head over there and uh, follow us there facebook generation xbox forums take part in the conversation there and that's about it and if you want to help support the show head on over to patreon.com slash generation xbox for as little as two dollars a month goes a long way to help support us and for what we have planned later in the year Get in now. Become a part of it now. Trust me, there'll be some bonuses and some pretty cool stuff later in the year. Yep. All right. And just as a
0: reminder uh, with the giveaway that is coming up in two weeks, you need to add listen when we announce it yep. to claim your prize. So. so
1: you'll, if you hear your name as the winner in July, and we'll, we'll hit on this again, first episode in July, but you have to hear your name announced and then contact us either through email, mail at generationxbox.com or dm us on twitter our dms are open or you can just add us you don't even need to dm us yep and just let us know um hey i heard my name called and lastly before we get out of here we're always looking for writers we're looking for people that want to be part of the team over at GenerationXbox.com. if you have a passion for xbox and video games we'd love to have you be part of our team write about what you love it gets you some great experience helps you build a portfolio and uh, if you have a goal of working in the video games industry or video games journalism, it's a great way to get started. It is volunteer, but we have a team that's really dedicated and works super hard, and I'm so proud of what they've done so far. Um, we'd love to have you be part of it if you're passionate about Xbox Two. so send a message. Mail at GenerationXbox.com. Alright, Stephen, so that's it. Let's get out of here. Uh, All this, right. This has been number two sixteen. We'll be back next week with two seventeen. Until then, everybody, have a great week. Stay safe. Play some great games, and uh, watch me play. You won't thank us if you do. <laughs> yeah. Bye.
0: Bye.